You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You gotta be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Status Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. What up, what up, what up? Shane, it's another day, man. Glad to be here. How you holding up? Uh, good brother. Ready to get to it. Um, yeah. you know, just ready to get to it, bro. Life is good. Yeah. And, life well, is- it may not be good, but if it, if, if I complain, what, what would that accomplish? Right. Nothing. So Nothing. You just, you just say, it's all right. Take it on the chin and keep it moving. You know, something I've been meaning to ask you lately here, I've been seeing you post on social media that you need a break from them kids. I said that on social media. Well, it wasn't exactly word for word. You just said, hey, uh, everybody go buy gas so that I don't have to drive to school because I need a break. <laughs> oh, that mean, was me just. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that's all that was. That was me just trying to get under somebody's skin. Like, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, is there something wrong with that? Is there something wrong with pushing buttons? Um. Maybe, but when I push buttons, I push buttons to strike conversation. And and anybody that reads my Facebook and stuff, just know that's the ammo. Um, that's the my goal is just conversation. Cause I, I am amazed at how little people can process opinions other than theirs. Mm. It blows my mind. Mm. And that's not what blew my mind, but it blows my mind how little people can process something that they may disagree with. Oh, that'll preach all by itself. I know it. Process so, other opinions outside of your own. Yeah. So mm. that that's why I, I, I come off the way I do on Facebook. Um, you know, there's another one that I've just been, I haven't found the correct words because I don't want to look like a, a jack wagon when I post it is... I get extremely frustrated when I go to look at organizations to work with or for, and I see no diversity. Like you look at the page and is, 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 uh, there are no specifically black men, but you know, we could be real nice and say people of color, you know, um, and there's none. So it leads me to the question of why are we not qualified are we not good enough? Are we not applying? Are we being held out? What What is the reason why in this day of our Lord or this year of our Lord, 2021, why we look at organizations and there are absolutely no, there is absolutely no diversity baffles my mind. You know, that's the space that I'm exploring a lot here recently. And what I've come to find out is there's a couple of reasons you don't see it. Even though organizations have statements that say we pride ourselves on having a diverse workplace, we do not discriminate, you know, the canned statement that you're supposed to have as an organization so you don't get canceled, right? Mm-hmm. But you look on within the organization, especially the top leadership, and they lack diversity of, of all sectors. A lot of those organizations lack that because one, they really don't believe in the statement that they put out. Mm-hmm. And their intentions was just to 
appease the masses. Yep. Two, some people truly don't realize they got a blind spot. This is this is a legit thing. There are people who just don't even realize it. Oh yeah, that goes along with um, people that can't look at an opinion other than theirs. Exactly. You just you didn't even realize because you're so close to it. You know, that's like they say. Uh, uh, Han said it the other day. Uh, it's hard for me to edit my own writing because I'm so close to it that I fill in the words that are missing. Missing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I think that that happens with a lot of organizations. And then the, the third reason that is probably the most important reason that people need to do is to have someone that pushes the envelope and challenges an organization to say, hey, that picture you sent out of all of those awards and promotions, you notice anything about that picture? You notice that it lacks diversity? Yeah. You know? They got to have somebody pointing that out. Pointing it out to them. Right. And, and that's that's a hard position to be in. I'm in that space right now to point that out for yeah. my organization. And, and you you battle. All right. I'm, I'm going to say this and I yeah. know ruffle some feathers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, all of those are true. And when you're in that position where you're the person to call it out, it's not always fun being the token guy, but I'll take it. Um, you know, the other part about it is if we're underqualified or not good enough, I would, I, I would be okay with hearing that because mm. at least I know where we stood and I would know where we, 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 what we would need to do. Um, or I could say, all right, well, you don't have any qualified applicants. I know this person that's in this field because we know a ton of people, you know, right. You there know, maybe some legit reasons that are around the qualifications, yes. you know, yes. that you but a lot of times I just think this whole conversation of diversity is just to check a box and to give the appearance of being woke and diverse and checking boxes and, and, and not being canceled. And there's no real effort behind let's being, being a diverse being. So mm-hmm. that, that's another thing I've been really, it's been on my brain probably since last Sunday to put on there. I just haven't figured out how to get it out yet. For, for organizations out there, anyone listening in an organization, there's a key component I'm going to point out that I learned. Diversity is the result of inclusion efforts. And that's the part that people don't understand. You have to be intentional with being inclusive, right? So going to find diverse candidates. You, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit that people can go capture. They already have recruiting services and resources. All they have to do is say, hey, we would like diverse candidates, which forces people to use the filters in these software programs to find diverse candidates, right? And so if you are inclusive, what will be the result is you'll be able to see within your organization the diversity that exists. A lot of people are thinking, I got to be diverse. We're bringing, you know, that that's not it. So really don't change. Don't do a huge change. Just you do tweaks to existing systems. That way it's an easier pill to swallow within the organization in yeah. terms of making those, those changes. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's, let's actually dive into what blew your mind this week. Um, so the other day I was at work and I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to try to not, uh, air out who the, the actual person was, but we were talking about something. And I said in my conversation, well, um, yeah, I'm not really looking for you on Friday. And then they looked at me like, how'd you know I wasn't coming? And I said, um, I didn't, but I kind of just figured because that's just the way you've been rolling lately. And they're looking around like, you you knew, you talked to somebody, whatever. I'm like, nah, I just, 
been watching the tea leaves and I just realized that y'all are phoning it in, that you are phoning it in and you probably won't be here on Friday. Well, Friday came around. That person was nowhere to be found. (laughs) (laughs) So all I'm saying is, fam, be true to who you say you want to be, man. Be true to who you say you want to be, dog. You know, um, <laughs> y'all can't tell me y'all want to be great and, and days off is acceptable, man. Or, or you, you, you can't, you can't tell me this, man. You can't, you can't tell me you want to go play college basketball and I got to chase you down to be in the gym or I catch y'all smoking cigarettes on the weekend. You can't tell me that. It's just be, be who you are and, and accept who you are. You know, this week, Vic, I finished that that curriculum project. So now I have some time. I'm like, boom, I'm finna do this, do this. I don't know what happened. But this week, my body was done at about 1030 every night. Mm. Regardless of what I tried to do, no matter, no, regardless of how motivated I was. Did I get some stuff done? Yeah. But my body said 1030. So guess what? I had to go with 1030. I'm being true to who I was. You know, I also have a, when I'm transitioning projects, I also struggle with that. Like there's this big excitement, like I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And then it's almost like you have to dial down. The the adrenaline has to die down before I can really focus. So I struggle with that. So in those times, I'm I'm usually just wandering around the wilderness, trying to figure out where I'm going till I get to the next. So I've been going through that this week. But I, I understand that about myself and I'm willing to admit that about myself. People aren't being honest with who they are and what they do and what they want and how their goals don't align with their actions. Yeah. It's funny to watch. My dad, my dad just saw that interview that you and I did with Hans a few weeks back, right? Mm-hmm. And he he in that conversation, he likes to recap like he like he does with the the show, and he goes, you know, I realize a lot of people say that they want to be different, but they're not they're not really doing that. You know, no. to your point, they're not really moving like that, no. right? He's like a lot of people. He he has this crazy saying. Please forgive me. He says, anybody can make their mouth fried chicken. Now, I know that that makes no sense. (laughs) But here's here's the interpretation, people. You can make your mouth fried chicken just simply means you can say anything. Yeah, yeah. That don't mean that your actions reflect that. Ooh, I love it. That's my new saying. Now, anybody (laughs) say their mouth can fry chicken? Ooh, thanks, Pop. (laughs) <laughs> borderline genius borderline crazy that's me yeah nah i hope you got that copywritten because if you don't i got you <laughs> <laughs> once you say it it's out there it's already yeah. copywritten right <laughs> but like that's the that's the whole point you know is be who you are but at the same time if you want to be something different make sure your actions reflect that yeah you know, there's a poem that says live your creed because i'd rather see a sermon Right. Yeah. I don't want to hear a sermon. I'd rather see a sermon. So in your actions, make sure that they reflect all your words and what you're saying and, and have some genuine effort towards who you say you want to be. Now, if you don't know the first steps to take towards who you want to be, then that's where you go get help. And there's no shame in going to get help or advice on what the first steps are. And that's where I think a lot of people, they miss the boat. They're afraid to ask for help, you know. I heard a bar, heard a bar on a song just this week that said, there's no days off in my schedule. And I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. how many people, when you think about uh, what they call Friday Eve, which is Thursday, and 
TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Mm-hmm. How many people are putting days off in their schedule? Days off in their schedule. Mm. And, and don't get me wrong, people. You're human. Everybody needs days. But if I could... But the problem wasn't so much taking a Friday off. The problem was actually that you phoned in the rest of the week knowing that you was getting to that Friday. Mm. Mm. That was the problem. Mm. So you you yeah. wasted a whole week just trying to get to that one moment in time when you was going to get the day off. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that don't work. That don't work. And that's, again, we talk about that 24-hour clock. People say, we push no days off. You do need rest. But within your 24 hours, when do you get that rest? Just because I might rest at 12 noon to one and that's all that I need. You got to find what you need and get that rest so you can recharge. No doubt. Right. So, yeah. Look, let's do this. Let's lean into this topic. Right. And it kind of it kind of aligns. The conversation that I brought to you is about pride and how that plays a part in someone discovering and walking in their purpose. And so I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I looked up the definition of pride and we all know that pride tends to carry a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. So I said, let me look up the word. Here's the definition, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Now, in listening to that definition, I don't hear the bad parts about it that we tend to associate with pride. And then it made me think, my dad said to me about us doing that interview, he was like, man, I'm so proud of y'all, which is pride. So the question comes to mind is, why is pride viewed as such a bad thing? I don't know if I agree with that definition. This is what Webster's has. <laughs> well, I, you, I, you know why? Why? I, I think possibly because the most negative connotation of that, the word pride is typically associated with the Bible when they say pride comes before a fall. That's typically what people think of. That's typically where people get uh, where it comes from. And I think the connotation of pride that is, or the aspects of pride that is negative is the pride that allows you to either fall asleep at the wheel or minimize others. And my, my problem with the definition is that the definition, if I heard it correctly, everything was tied to achievement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pleasure, feeling satisfied, derived from your own achievements. You know, when I think of pride, I, I think of proud and too proud enough to let certain things happen. So what you're describing is prideful. And that's what I went on to look at is like, well, where's the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pride and, and being proud, like schools. Everybody has school pride, and that's a good thing. We actually encourage at pep rallies for people to have school pride. pride yeah. But yet, we're saying you can't be proud of your achievements, meaning you can't cross that line. And that's where, you know, this conversation goes. I said, so where's the line? When does it cross over? And I think you already touched on it. When you fall asleep at the wheel, and, and what did you say? You 
when mm. when your when your success begins to minimize others when it begins to minimize others now can people see that for themselves or do they need somebody to point that out yo everybody need a good friend brother i think <laughs> at the beginning of the conversation i don't know if we recorded or not when i said um people can't see past our own opinion mm-hmm. and that's because they ain't got nobody around them showing them or, 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 or introducing them to something different. So I, I, I think naturally pride is a thing that you need people around you to check you on. Like, yo fam, sit down somewhere. Mm. When can you recall a time where you needed that and you had that or you got that? Um, I've got it from the opposite lens where I wasn't showing enough pride in something and you checked me about it actually where you were telling me about I need to be more open and I guess prideful in my accomplishments mm. whereas I just minimize a lot of stuff mm. and you were like nah bro you got to you have to so I don't think I've ever not that I can recall because I'm such a nonchalant person about a lot of stuff and I just like I don't I don't really celebrate much so I can't, from that perspective, I, I I can't ever recall being checked on the big head, but I have from the other way where I, yo, you're not showing enough pride in this or you're not prideful enough. I know I've had both all throughout. Um, part of it from, like you mentioned, not showing enough pride in what you've accomplished and what you've done, you know, and some of that is my own humbling mechanism. Mm-hmm. Right to keep you from getting the big head and doing something crazy, yeah. But that's because I was checked by a friend early on, yeah, that said, Hey, when you were playing sports, when you were playing football back in the day, man, you had the big head, my friend. And I'm thinking, Me, no, I just worked hard. And that was at that moment, I remember going back when he told me, Uh, as a matter of fact, I said, Juice, it was Juice, we were having a conversation in college. And he said, man, don't get me wrong. You worked hard and you you earned a lot of, you know, what you got. But there was a there was a period where, you know, some of us stopped messing with you. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to recall what was I like back then? What was I like that turned that would have turned people off? I could see that being possible, but I could say I never saw it. But I didn't. I By the time. I, there was a point where I stopped messing with sports, you know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. I was on my own little thing. So um, I could see where I wouldn't see it, but I, I could imagine that being possible. Right. It's possible for any of us in any space of our lives to take that adulation and, and that praise that we get and allow it to alter our core and who we are. Um, it force us to, not force us, but it influences us to all of a sudden get outside of ourselves and not, not stay true to ourselves and who we are and staying humbled, you know? And that's the, that's the toughest part about it is finding that balance between acknowledging what you've done and what you've accomplished. Because I think that also too, showing some pride in your achievements keeps you motivated internally to continue to pursue more and strive for more. That moment of reflection, I think, is truly important for anyone to have to say, you know what? 
we did do a good job. You know, I think about the show. Like, as I hear Hans and other people talk about the show, you know, it's just us kicking it like we always do. But they're like, man, some of the stuff that y'all talk about on the show and what you what you're doing with the show is like, hmm. Okay, I guess I guess we might be doing something. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah. So how do you how would you help, especially like you with influencing students who are athletes who are getting these accolades early on in life? What advice would you give them now to help them to balance, find balance between being pride, taking pride in what they've accomplished up to that point, but not crossing over the line and being prideful? It's really hard. It is. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. Um, I think if the persons surrounding you or the people that you're coaching or teaching are in the right mindset, it's kind of an easy task. Um, I think my way of doing it is kind of always keeping the mindset of there's always more. There's always, you can always do more. You can always do more. Like you're, you're never, never being settled and, and never um, feeling like you've accomplished much because if, you, if, if, if there's a bigger goal out there, then there, there's no need to really be celebrating too tough or too heavy or be getting the big head, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that there's a conspiracy in the world to keep people from acknowledging their accomplishments and that's no, why we have that no, negative connotation no, not not with this generation no no not with this generation yo this generation is all about the celebration bro yeah oh my god they're all about the celebration and 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 that's that's um because i was thinking about it my first answer to your last question was going to be i'm just a dog i'm quick to tell pop somebody you ain't did nothing but the reason why I'm that way is because the celebration is such a it's thing. Excessive. It's excessive. I mean, these kids celebrate like I, I don't get it. Like we had a basketball game, right? So you come down, you might have crossed somebody, boom, 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 boom. Guy goes the other way. You pull up, take the jump shot, but you miss the jump shot. Ain't nothing Crowd to celebrate. Crowd going wild. Oh, what? wait, he, bro, did y'all not see he missed the shot? You so, know what I'm saying? So we're not looking at the whole body of work. We're only looking at parts. The parts. You know what I'm saying? So I think the reason, and now now that I bring up that 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 uh, example, I think part of the reason why pride gets a negative connotation is because this generation, I, I can't talk about my generation, this generation that's here now celebrates everything. Look at social mm. media, bro. We talked about this several times. Everything is a celebration. You know, oh, my baby just ate her first red crayon, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. Yeah, good job. Yay, crayon. <laughs> my baby just ate her first red crayon. <laughs> you know, but no, everything. And I think that's what gives the pride, the negative connotation, where there's not a balance of there's more to get. You know, I, okay, LeBron James. I love LeBron James. He comes across as very arrogant to me. 
I, I, I don't think he does, but he, right, go ahead. Argue the point. Look at Why? his body languages. Look at just everything is a show. Everything is like, look at another one, Steph Curry. Very braggadocious. You know, and there's a fine line between being too prideful and 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 kind of celebrating your thing for me is I just don't want to celebrate everything. True. This generation and today, they celebrate everything. But, but okay, you're supposed to be confident, right? Because confidence, confidence is sexy. It allows you to to keep doing what you're doing. So when I think about like LeBron and Steph, initially they didn't have the confidence that they do now. Obviously, LeBron. <laughs> You got a point there. You did have that confidence. Come on, bro. But I think rightfully so, too. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a point when you acknowledge. I mean, J. Cole said it uh, at the end of one of his songs. There's a There comes a point when you just got to show people who you are and that you do it different and that nobody will do it better than you. Sometimes you just got to pull up in front of somebody and say, look, this is how it's supposed to be done so people can recognize the great ones from the average ones. Yeah, but... But if you got to give yourself your own nickname, true, something's up, bro. That's the line. <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. Line. Who line. gives you the nickname of the goat? Yeah. Yes. Yes. If, and if I got a lot of people, if I got to walk around themselves nicknames, yeah. If I got to walk around and tell you that I'm the goat, then something's up. It's either I'm very insecure, or I'm extremely prideful. Do you notice a hesitancy in others to tell someone they did a good job for fear of that happening? They become prideful. Yeah, I see it. I see it on both sides. I, I see that they're they're cognizant of it. So therefore they minimize some of the things they do. Like I'll hear people preface, and I think I've probably done this. You know, you go to you go to give someone their flowers and tell them that they did a good job. You go, all right, now don't let this go to your head, but you was all right in that last thing that you did. Uh, to like, me, that's a minimizing statement, though. It is with the goal in mind of, I don't want this to go to this person's head. But at the same time, when somebody leaves this earth, especially when they leave it too soon, we then always, all you hear about is all the regrets. We should have given the person their flowers while they were here. And it's, yeah. So we live in this contradictory space. And I think that for me, I think that it is more important long-term to give people their flowers while you can, as opposed to being worried about this going to their head. Because at the end of the day, a person can get all the accolades and acknowledgement and praise all they want, but it's up to them to process that, let it filter to determine, okay, what do I do now with this information? Exactly. So pride is an internal thing, not an external thing. I, I believe in telling people that they do good and giving them their flowers. Um, the 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 other part of that is how people receive and accept and as you say internalize those compliments and things and I think that's where the wires get crossed. Mm -hmm. So then, since you made that statement, all of this conversation was a setup for you to tell me how great I am to let me to internalize and process your words. <laughs> I don't want to let it go to your head, brother. <laughs> See, this is the stuff we're talking about right here. Give 
give you my flowers. Tomorrow is not promised. And I will in turn do the same. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you looking for a nickname, man. <laughs> I'm not giving it to me. I need somebody else to give me the goat name, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Which is, which is the other piece, too. People can't go out seeking and trying to uh, agitate people to give them their flowers. It has to come naturally. It has to come on your own, which means you got to keep your head down and keep working. And eventually somebody is going to say to you, hey, that thing you did was dope. Keep doing, keep pressing because, you know, it means more. Like when you, you we were, I think it was the episode when we had Adrian on and uh, and uh, Dwayne and you started out, you was like, Vic, I meant to tell you this. I, I need to tell you this. And you told me like, hey, that, that path you on, that, that motivation, man, I'm looking at yeah. my timeline. You need to keep doing that. Yeah. In that moment, I was reflecting like, hmm, I didn't, I didn't really realize that. And what you also didn't know is you battled this in your own head. Man, is what I'm doing having an impact? Is, oh, yeah. You know, is it, is it doing what I think? And I think that here's where God comes into play. God knows that you're battling that internally, and yeah. He'll send people your way to and say, and send people your way, yeah, yeah, and 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 they will, yeah. For me, everything in life always gets a kind of a, kind of a, uh, a confirmation in some way, shape, or form, and and I mean, even with this conversation, we were talking about pride, and something happened to me um, in the last week and a half, and literally. I text you at about 8.50 and was like, yo, we recording today. And that the event came to my head and I said to myself, I, I'm never going to talk about this until I, till I beat it. Um, and this is the positive connotation of pride because we've talked about the negative connotation. Um, long story short, there's some things that my son that I got to do for my family um, that, you know, just taking care of my boy that, I can't do because of my work schedule. And when I say that, like, bothers me that this nine to five is dictating what I need to do for my family. That's when some positive pride kicks in that, like, listen, I got to do something to get off this plantation. Hate to use the word, but I have to do something to get away from this job to whereas I control, because I, I really, if, if you need to do something for your family and you can't, you're not a controller of your time. It, it, it is what it is. But I say that, I tell you that story to say, I had no idea we were going to talk about pride. And I forget your initial question, but that's how I got here. For me, everything comes with a confirmation or through just something, some kind of sign. Whereas when you told me today we're going to talk about pride, I was like, okay, so that's why that story was bothering me this morning. Yeah, it's crazy how that works out. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so so I be and I, I really don't remember what the initial question was, but I got there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that you sharing that example, there's somebody in our audience who's gonna hear this, whether it be at the time that we post it or a year or two from now, when they yeah. go back and listen to this, they're gonna be dealing with something in their life or there's gonna be a moment in time that they that this resonates with them yeah it's home and that's the positive side of pride like my pride had been rattled because of that like i literally need to do something for my family but but because i can't you know what i'm saying so best believe we're gonna do something to fix that and um 
you know, and, 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 you know, that's the thing, although we talk about not being prideful, um, I think the key to pride is not letting it go to your head, not letting affect the way you treat others. But the other side of pride is standing up for something and standing what you believe in and not allowing just, just don't just accept anything. Don't just accept anything. Like I, I, I be getting frustrated when people talk about generational curses or this happened to my mom. So it's going to happen to me or this happened to my family. So it's going to happen to me. No, you don't have to accept that. You have enough pride cool. in the situation in yourself to say, no, nah, that's, that's, that's you fam. That's not me. Yeah. Like you talked about pride is internal. I think yeah. it, it coincides with you taking ownership of your own destiny. So like when you speak about generational curses, like you, hey, this happened in my family, so therefore I'm likely to do that. And it's like, no, it's whatever you tell yourself. You can take pride in your situation and say, you know what? This won't be me. Yep. And I'm going to take every step that I need to to make sure that it doesn't happen to me. I mean, what we're trying to do with our families now, we're trying to change the trajectory of our families financially. We're trying to do things that our previous family members may not have been able to for whatever reason, right? You could say that all of those things were generational curses that we're trying to break. But I also believe that there are some good generational curses and curses has that negative connotation again, right? So it's mm -hmm. all about perspective and interpretation. I'm now trying to show my kids that you can have seven streams of income or more, mm -hmm. that you can run a business and you can invest in stocks and you can do all of this. And I hope that that is passed down, not only from them to their kids, but kids after that and the kids mm -hmm. after that. And then I hope that it influences every circle that they run in. Those are the curses that I want to pass down too. Mm -hmm. And I think that each person has to decide what is going to be your existence after you no longer exist. That's what it is. What mm. is going to be your existence after you no longer exist? The legacy. That's the legacy. That's purpose. That's purpose. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's, let's close this out. Let's close this out. Here's a quote that it's been with me for a couple of weeks now. And I think after today's conversation, it processed a lot better for me. It says, never stop growing. Refuse to let your old stories remain your new history. Mm. Never stop growing. Refuse to let your old stories remain your new history. That's good, that, yeah. That to me says you got to think about who you want to be long after you're gone. And regardless of who you've been up to this point, regardless of the generational curses that may exist in your bloodline, who do you want to be and what stories do you want to be told about you long after you're no longer walking this earth? Mm. As always, we appreciate you for rocking with us. We want you to always go live life on purpose. Be intentional with every aspect of your thoughts and your actions. If you haven't already, go intentionally subscribe to our show like, comment, share it with three people. Help us to grow so we can help you to grow. We're always looking for good guests to come on the show. So if you're interested, reach out to us. You can find us on social media at Purpose Addicts. You can also email us purposeaddicts02 at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate you. We out. We out.